0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of HVAC R&D with Ryden and Dennis. I'm Dennis. Got Ryden here tonight. Hey, everybody. So we're going to cover training, HVAC training. Um, we're going to kind of go around around the block a little bit on this one in this episode, try to cover as much as we can. Um, probably be a be a part one and a part two see if we can get another guy on the show that maybe he's experienced it um from the contractor side but without further ado here comes the show And here we go.
1: (laughs) The whole time I was just waiting for it to pop in anyway. Just in case you had something crazy rigged up. (laughs) Thank you,
0: Corey, for bringing us in. That's Corey Wilkins there playing the drums in the background. That may or may not have been me playing the guitar there. Just, Just saying.
1: Don't be so modest.
0: Corey's got Corey's my son. I'll try to get him on the show at some point. 15-year-old. Pretty good little drummer. Got him a little YouTube channel. I'll have to give him a little shout-out on here every once in a while. Get some people to follow him.
1: And Dennis is down playing his kid. He can wail. <laughs> he tries. He's getting better. Yeah, he is.
0: All right, so training. So... It's training season. Not sure when you guys are going to listen to this, but it's uh, it's rolling up into fall. Of course, it's uh, COVID nineteen season. I guess so we're going to start calling it that. Is it going to be a? Is that going to be a thing? I guess I don't know.
1: Probably. So,
0: if if all y'all don't know, we're we're on the distributor side. Um, Rides uh, outside, sales, territory manager i'm a tech support and training um and you know last year i've only been doing this a couple years on the on the distributor side but um, rolling up on three um you know did, did the power death by powerpoint um in the hotels you know you try to get as many people as you can in there um and i've just been constantly trying to come up with stuff to get guys in there um in north carolina where we're at we do not require continuing education for training so for a license holder you don't have to have any continuing education so when you throw a class up for 50 60 dollars it's hard to get
1: 25 people just to run in there and sit in there for four hours so i think um, that was a I honestly think that was a huge mistake by the state board in North Carolina, getting rid of continuing education.
0: Well, you say that. Now, my counterpart down in Georgia... No, I mean, I agree. I think it's... I think you almost got to make them get in there, but... um So, my counterpart in Georgia uh, works for the same company as us. <clears throat> so, I don't know if it's even or odd. What is it? It's... uh.
1: I think it's even odd, actually
0: odd years mm-hmm. on the odd years they they uh you know he'll put a class out there and one click of the button on his on an email and 25 people sign up and when he has his class because i've been to him when i was a contractor everybody's sitting in there probably 90 percent of them are owners company owners which is nothing wrong with that except for the larger companies the owner's getting his time, so he can keep his license, and nobody in his company's getting trained up. The guys that are actually in the field doing it. So
1: yeah, that would probably that be too. the
0: same thing in North Carolina if if it started. But so I got a couple notes here. We'll touch on what do you think about price? I know we get. See, you're on the sales side. You're you're out there recruiting. Guys are like, man, y'all offering any free classes? What's
1: your take on that? I've been asked that time and time again. I know there's been different periods of time where we were, you know, we were trying to get a customer to, you know, to start buying from us. So we might, you know, we might be willing to give them, you know, a couple training sessions for some of their guides just to help, help build some more knowledge for employees to maybe kind of help, Help him nudge the owner over the line. You know, if they, if his guys like it, then, you know, it's a move he's more more apt to maybe make or be okay making because he's not going to think he doesn't have the support of his employees. Some right. don't care. Some are going to do what they want to do. Um, I think there's been times where not having, you know, Skin not the having game. the right... So that, you know, <laughs> Skin in the game, you know. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, that, that makes it difficult um, because you can give something away for free and, you know, nobody wants to think about it. But, you know, it's not free for the distributor to offer training and to do the things we have to do to be able to provide training. Right. Um, yeah, we, we get some help from the manufacturer on some side, but the large part of it is, you know, it you know, it's coming out of our bottom line to help try to be able to provide something that's, that's a service to the contractor
0: yeah i mean the manufacturer doesn't pay my salary no i mean to to train stay overnight um yeah i mean they you know they they try to help co-op stuff um when it comes to books and stuff like that but yeah it's not a i don't know to me i feel like if it's free it, and i've heard this i've heard this a lot um there's a lot of manufacturers out there offer free training and it's uh It ends up turning into check out our great product, you know what I mean? Yep. It turns and and you're already buying the product. That's that's why you're at the class. Um, I just feel like I feel like a lot of a lot of training, technical,
1: hands-on training is just it's not out there enough. And a lot of a lot of the hands-on training a lot of guys get now is is only you know, to your tech school. And, and while yes, that's hands-on as you, you yourself even know that's that's not the hands-on that actually prepares you to be on your own as a service technician. No, I mean, it's a good base. Um,
0: and that depends on the, that depends on the guy, you know, yeah. I went back to school after I had kids. Um, you know, I went back later in life. I was more mature and, course i was sitting in class with you know from 18 to 25 year olds and here i am with a full-blown family you know i was going at night so yeah i was trying to learn like i was soaking it up um and even then it was uh you know it's a good base um but i couldn't imagine an 18 year old in there right out of high school just you know goes into that which is a great idea um but yeah, nothing nothing really prepares you for what you see out there and stuff you come across.
1: No, yeah, I think um, you know you talk about training at a young age. I remember there were a lot of times my dad would put me in a class when I was, you know, eleven to <laughs> eighteen when I was in high <laughs> school. Old Cajun Joe, of course he, he did. <laughs> he believed in it. Whether you understood it or not, you were going to make it look like you tried. Um, so last year <laughs> in
0: Kernersville, you were—I think you were there. Um, I don't know. I remember if it, I don't remember what class it was. I, it might have been airflow. Um, and a guy's got a family business. He's got a couple of his older sons that are helping. And I look over there. I'm handing out books, oh, and I'm just God, going down right. the line. And the kids like ten.
1: <laughs> no, I remember there was and one he's, that was like, and I, I them give them like him, I, sixteen. <laughs>
0: I give him a book. I give him a pen. I look up and I'm like, "Are you sitting on phone books or something?" Like what?
1: Yeah. Ah,
0: He was tiny. Yep. He's like, "You mind if he sits in there?" I'm like, "Man, I don't care." He's like, "Well, he's gonna be, uh, you know." He's gonna be he's doing gonna it grow- soon enough, anyway. He's gonna be growing up in it. Might as well. Oh jeez. No, I was no. like, "That's that's uh, no, shouldn't he be that. in school?"
1: Like, <laughs> well, I, ne- I never got pulled out of school for it, but I know all about it in the summertime yeah i mean this wasn't on a saturday
0: um so what do you think about types of training um i feel like you know when i was in the field and the distributor put out the little training course it was they always feel like they have to put out you got to be trained on the newest of the new or the newest of the new yeah um And it seems like it's always leaning towards the technician, which is fine. Um, but I feel like a lot of these distributors just checking the box off. Yep. We did training this year, you know? No, Um, I feel that
1: way too. Um, and and I know you touched on a little bit before how a lot of times what's disguised as training to some people turns into a product orientation, right? Um, I know there was a former mini split brand we dealt with that was great at that. Um, you'd think you were going to tech training, but you were just getting the same eight-hour sales pitch you got the last three times you went to that class.
0: Yeah, they uh, they had some long classes. Um, I feel like I, like I got to draw the line at, at four hours. and um, Yeah, it may go by fast, but it's a long time. For one to keep guys out of the field um that's what we try to you know obviously try to do it in the fall and the spring but um what do you think about as far as types of training i feel like um and of course some people you know they're gonna cuss me for this but you know in-home sales Mm -hmm. technicians uh selling techs comfortable dealing with a homeowner you know i feel like a lot of that training's kind of left out
1: i think I think you're exactly correct. Um, I remember really the best, the best one-on-one learning to deal with the homeowner training I ever got wasn't even in heating and air. I sold, I sold life insurance for about nine months between college <laughs> graduation and then going back to heating and air. Um, but I will tell you, you start learning to deal with objections in a whole different way life insurance and I mean, it, you talk about a racket too oh, oh um, yeah every time I would start building good leads two or three weeks they'd move me to another county or another territory take my leads and I'd have to start all over it's like every mm. every month I was I was starting over and honestly it got to the point I just could not do it anymore I was so burnt out how do you, how do you get a lead for
0: life insurance Like, what kind of lead is that? Um,
1: (laughs) There's multiple (laughs) ways they they gather them. Oh, you want to go down this rabbit hole? Do we have time? No. no. Uh, (laughs) Long long story short, they give you a stack. that, And to start with, you go through them. If you sell somebody something, you ask for a few friends, families, relatives, and you keep on trucking down the list. Oh, so it's just like doing changeouts. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, It's just... Way more in your face about it.
0: <laughs> All right, so I know my company's asked, you know, aren't they're they're asking me this too? You know, we're we're getting to the point where it's, um, you know, they don't want twenty five people in a room. Um, hotels aren't really doing that or not allowing that, so you know. They're they're talking about going towards Zoom, virtual training. I just don't know, man. I I don't, I don't like it. I mean, I don't know when they're supposed to watch this. You know, I keep every time somebody asks me about training, I picture myself sitting in the van. Like, how am I supposed to do this?
1: Yeah. Okay. Like, I gotta pull up to, or when? Yeah, I gotta know? pull up somewhere that's got free Wi-Fi so I can hook my. <laughs> my service tablet to it. That's running whatever our company program is. And hopefully I'll log in this way yeah. and watch it. I mean, it's, I don't feel like it's ever going to work that way. Um, I mean, doing some training
0: videos and having them on YouTube, I think, I think it's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. You know, six, eight minute videos. Yep. How do you do this? How do you do that? Um, that, that is the next generation. I mean, hundred percent. I'm not going to sit here and say, I ain't been in a crawl spacing and Google something i'm not gonna say it um that, that's just that's that's where we're at but yeah i mean i don't i don't know i think uh of course this year you know we're gonna be doing some uh, i'm gonna attempt some two hour time slot you know they told me i had to keep it all in the same company uh four guys max so it'd be me and four guys and uh We got a couple running systems you know um like i said before we you know i'm in a group of guys that we uh we have conference calls you know every friday and these guys work for different distributors and i don't know if it's because i'm out of the field you know fresh out of the field i guess you could say but you know, these guys, these guys don't know how to do this. And I get calls on this and I get calls on that. And What it ends up being is we're leaving out the guys that start up the units. Um, yep. The startup guys, the trim guys that start up the unit wired up. If it breaks, they're, they're just dead in the water. They don't know a thing about it. They don't know how it works. Um, I feel like this, the, the install guys and the startup guys just kind of get left behind and that's the most
1: important part. Yep. We spend so much time focusing on just quote unquote technical training, which almost kind of leans more towards service training that you, you forget about all, you know, just how important it is to go down that startup checklist and do things right. You know, it's just yeah. different, you don't know, you don't even think about that. And also, you know, looking at it from, you know, not being in big groups. But I think the small group hands-on focus training should be right. the wave of the future because it actually is more inclusive. I think you get probably more out of the two-hour training with a few people than you do a four-hour training with a large group that you can't really do true hands-on. There's not the time for that because there's too many people.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we attempted that.
1: You know, we tried, I
0: I, I built a bunch of training boards and, uh, which the training boards in a large class, you know, I'm up there using the training board and everybody's watching. Yep. Which it's running. They see something happen and they see it react and they're like, oh, okay, sweet. I didn't know that would do that. You know, um, the little furnace training board, you know, I love that. I love that board. You can kind of show how stuff works but yep. it's amazing to me you know the guys in there that install they're putting this stuff in day in day out you know pull the vac open the valves that's that's kind of all they know how to do um of course we got we got guys that are owner operators right they got one guy that helps them and they're the tech guy they're the installer now those guys get get technical Yep. you know they're out there they, they know what's going on but um yeah i think we're gonna give this a shot and see how it goes i'm kind of excited about um i mean it's 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 weird to say it's the wave of the future i feel like it i mean
1: <laughs> i don't think it's crazy nobody's it's nobody does that. it though yeah nobody does it not that i know of i no, mean I, I don't either um The only small group trainings I've ever attended is just when a bunch of people didn't show up. So tell me about, I know we were going to talk about this. Tell me about
0: the training you got with Honeywell and how you, I mean, how
1: did you, had that even come about? Um, So there's, I guess there's a little bit of backstory there. Um, I I never, it, it was, that was distributor training. I was working for a very, very, very large, um, distributor. That's where I first started in distribution 10 years ago. And you know, they, they sent me, sent me a couple of different places. I was hired as a management trainee, so I was going to work from the bottom kind of up to the top and the whole plan was to be technically either be a branch manager or be outside sales at the end of your first two years. So you're, you would be kind of built through this track. Um, the, the best part about the experience was the training that was available. Um, not only that they offered in house because of just their sheer scale, they had the ability to do that. Um, they had, they had a massive training place, right? It was oh, all. it was, they not only had a massive training place, but they had a huge, um, online database to learn, you know, all the product. You could learn sales, different things. Um, if you right. would, i mean you could earn bonuses by doing training um all kinds of stuff so it was it was very highly encouraged it was probably it was probably the best part of said company however it was not enough to make me stay because everything else was a crap show <laughs> um, so i kind of developed as much as I could but out of out of the different places I went um you know of course I went to company's training facility I went to Honeywell and then I also went to our primary um, unitary product manufacturer Um, out of all of them the Honeywell trip was honestly was the best for multiple reasons Um, the biggest part was out of all the different ones I learned the most in class of any of them and the reason I learned so much was they were the only one which this plays perfectly into what we're talking about. They're the only ones that everything we did for eight hours of training every day was a hundred percent hands-on at least, of at, course. at least at yeah, one man. point during every section. So, well, I was, I mean, I was talking to
0: my, my boss the other day and I was telling him about what we were thinking about doing with the, with the hands-on running equipment for two hours. I mean you can get a lot done in two hours um but you got to get right to it you know there's not going to be lunch there's not going to be food and all this crap you got to get right on it but um you know this you know my boss the guy i was talking to this is an office guy right like he's he does multiple zoom meetings a week you know conferences here meetings here and I have I've seen him. He he can't sit through a he can't sit through a, a PowerPoint. Like he's out. Um and he said, "You know what? You're right." He said, "I you can't expect for guys that are hands-on, they work in the service industry to come into this hotel. Um they're probably a little uncomfortable as it is coming in there. They're sitting next to a bunch of contractors that they don't know or that they're competitors with and don't want They're competitive one. with. Yeah um you know you got the company walks in everybody's dressed the same in their get up and and you're like oh there's those guys because they're massive in your town Mm -hmm. um and then you got you know you're in the back with um you and your buddy and you you bid against these guys day in and day out i mean there's a lot of there's some tension in there and then they're gonna sit there through four hours of me (laughs) clicking through i mean you know i try to make it as you know entertaining as i can but (laughs) there's only so much i can do standing up there um yeah he's like man you can't expect for these guys to learn like that um and i just feel like that's where we're headed is you know distributors are just like yeah we offer training here it is check the box move on you know what happened to actually trying to offer a training service i mean
1: yeah and that's you know, I know you and I had a brief discussion about that. We were in the office today. Um, you know, one of the reasons we as a distributor, you know, are, you know, kind of where we are in the market is we want to be built on customer service. But we want to be built on what we provide truly as the quote unquote difference to right. everybody else um, and being able to offer the true hands-on training I think is is great for you know the training perspective obviously because that's what we're talking about. I also think it's very good for the sales perspective because you're offering the same level of training no matter who it's to the same price. Right. And four guys from the 8 man company can feel like they're being you know red carpet treated like they're four guys from the 300 you know employee company oh because yeah because it's yeah. their period it is their training as well as yeah hours. i'm gonna
0: like i said i'm gonna try to um you know i'm gonna try to you know ask whoever i got for that two hours you know what do you do are you an installer are you a technician and we can kind of go in that direction um we got to try to stay on track uh You know the the class is a startup class so i mean we got to try to stay on that but if if they're uh they're to a different level it's definitely changes the class a little bit but if you got 25 people in a hotel room it is what it is yep um now don't get me wrong i've gotten information from classes like that you know i've went to
1: them and and we all have a bunch of them we'll pick up our bits and pieces but yeah you got to go to 25 yeah it's very hard to be that that (laughs) engaged For that period of time just when you feel like it's just droning on so what do you think about training you know
0: i don't know who offers it i'm sure some people do but um you know i get these calls hey come to my shop we got we got five or six guys can you come to my shop and do this training i mean i don't i don't know are there any distributors out there doing stuff like that this is the first distributor i've worked for so i'm not just just i've never
1: seen it done outside of you know we're loading up a unit and we're going over there we're going to show them what it's all about now i've seen that done in quite literally the let's put a condenser in the back of a pickup and go over there i've also seen you know let's load up you know this running system on a trailer in our little showcase but both of those things accomplished you know the same goal we're, we're showing them the product but we're not training um, right you know the only time I could truly see doing something like that like going individually to someone's shop is if they actually have a dedicated you know conference room training room something for training where you can actually be in there and train because if you go and you're you're trying to train out in a guy's metal shop you know there's other employees moving around all the time the phone's ringing there's distractions it, i don't think it would ever really work the right way I, I think it would be it would be you know road paved with good intentions but but i don't oh, think yeah. it would work right and i think it would it, it I, I really don't think it would work no i mean it sounds like a good idea i
0: mean uh we've had some companies um that we got a company we just we just brought on they got a they got a massive training room state of the art he's like yeah man you can come up here and do your classes for up here i'm like we're not bringing other companies no. into
1: your <laughs> no I've, and i've had i've had a, a i have had i have had a mean it sounds great in another state or not big big distributor but excuse me a big contractor in another state that had a situation like that they wanted to use their own room and let us host stuff thinking they were doing us a favor. I say, Man, that's that's never gonna work. Yeah, and that's
0: the stuff that you think about when you get on this side. Um get on the distributor side, it definitely changes your. So we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Zach. Old Zach. He's a he's a counter guy for us. Um
1: Oh don't don't downplay him. He's he's moving up the chain, assistant manager.
0: He's getting there. <laughs> assistant manager, yeah. yeah. So Zach, a little backstory on Zach. Um, well, it's not a backstory on him. We basically pray play pranks on him all the time. That's just is what it is. He's very easily scared. Um, <laughs> he zones out a lot, so you. It, I, <laughs> Sorry. I can Dad. scare him. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> man. I can scare him, and then when ten minutes later, I can scare him again, and it's just as good. Um, <laughs> so we'll have—I'm going to have to record some of this. It, it'll be audio only, but we'll we'll throw some <laughs> some Zach shenanigans on here. But so he came from a contractor
1: side, big commercial contractor. I guess they're pretty big. He was—he I mean, was actually one of my customers for a while too. Okay, that was—that was, that was kind of. That was really kind of how um he got connected you know thinking about coming to work with us and i I'm, i think he'd thought about it before but i popped into his office one day and we kind of just talked on it a little bit and then we talked some more later and you know one thing led to another eventually
0: yeah so i want to get um i want to get him on here because he he's he's i'd say he's pretty fresh out of the Out of the field um he's got some man he's got some really bad stories from the field like (laughs) he was a helper and he's he was telling me something other day and i said we have got to put that on the show zach um so we'll have him on here kind of get his get his take on training i remember he you know i was telling him how i was wanting to do the training this year and um He's like, "Man, I used to love going to training and about 5 minutes in, my eyes started just to roll back and I was out."
1: <laughs> he
0: said, "I'd be so excited to learn about this inverter technology and then I'm sleeping." Um, I mean, you know, it, it's true. Some people, some people say it's the trainer, but w- when you're sitting there and you're in a comfy little chair and this guy's up there talking about this dc voltage here and it goes here and then this dc voltage it's like why why it's like charlie brown's grandmother um i don't care how bad you want to learn it it's just it is what it is so we'll have we'll have zach on here and i'm pretty sure we'll go down some massive rabbit holes with <laughs> zach <laughs> i can't wait oh uh, we gotta we gotta get him set up here figure out what kind of what kind of recording gear he's got
1: so you got anything you- uh well i had a had a little conversation with uh your good buddy cajun joe my father oh, yeah. everybody my father <laughs> uh born and raised in nolan can't you tell Ryden's <laughs> cajun can't you tell i'm cajun because i have a weird no. new jersey accent
0: with, <laughs> your dad sounds a, like he's from boston oh
1: no <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what i am i'm i really so, do <laughs> no
0: clue uh, so what would y'all talk about today so
1: he had no idea that that we were talking you know you and i had, had a training conversation um but he just started talking about um his two current employees <laughs> oh yeah Old i'd love chris. to have them on the show too yeah, chris uh, he looks like he could be Chris Stapleton's brother. <laughs> yeah, um, and then what a character! Dang it, I can't remember the other guy's name. I've only met him once. I am, um, yeah. Chris is just—he's it. Chris oh, is Chris is the personality.
0: Yeah, the other guy—I just, I'm not sure. I think it's Pete. If it's not
1: and and <laughs> not Pete, you listen to this. I'm sorry. Uh, get mad at my father yeah <laughs> for, for ratting you out but no um you know dad was talking about um consistency of of workmanship he said you know it's not you know that's not something guys are trained you know in a lot of places they just you know they'll throw something up there and it looks good enough and they move on and you know <laughs> he was talking a warranty yeah and he said these guys threw something up the other day and Dad looked at it and he said, Well, he said, like, What do you think? He's like, Oh, it looks good. And she said, Are your eyes crooked? Why don't you put your level on it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, he's always got a so they up. they install and everything, right? Oh, yeah, they they do everything. Um, Chris is Chris is getting to be a, a half decent tech,
0: he's pretty decent. Yeah, he's
1: I mean, at least over the phone, he's not, yeah, bad. he's he, he's gotten well or a lot better the last really in the last year I think is where it's really starting all. He kind seems of together. like he's interested in it. He is. I mean. Um, but you know the other thing you know he was really talking about too is consistency, you know, even wiring systems on the same job. Um, for example, he was on a I was on a service call today. He was he was putting in three uh three I waves for a municipality building. Yeah. Three systems, two Bryants, one carrier. All three of them have the same or laid out the same, but all three of them were wired different. (laughs) So he ended up rewiring all of them to be, you know, uniform across the three of them. Cause I mean, they would use a different colors for different things. It was, he said it was an absolute mess.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the colors on, on, on a thermostat and low voltage, especially on a heat pump, that's a whole nother show. Um, you do get, I mean, because everything you're, you're trying to save time, you get out there and yep. you're like, oh, the yellow, you know, if it's an older system, I used to love the 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 blue. Blue is cool, so blue is going to be our cooling wire. Yep, I used to see that on the sixties and seventies. Um. I remember black, you know, a lot of a lot of brands got black as common. Um now I get guys on the phone, they'll call me. Um, you know, my blue is my common. And I'm like, Well, is it hooked to common? Well, it's blue? Well, I mean, I don't care what color it yeah. is. Is it connected to the C yeah. terminal? <laughs> Oh, no, it's connected to the B terminal. Oh, because it's blue. Oh, Jesus Christ, here we go. Yep. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. Unwire the whole thing, and we'll start over.
1: Because <laughs> now I don't know
0: what's going on. What do I do with this pink wire? I I don't know. let <laughs> will just save that.
1: <laughs> Old Cajun Joe. Oh, man. Let's see. We'll see. Uh oh, I'm sure he talked to you a lot. He was telling me about telling a homeowner that if Oh yeah, here's one. I know this isn't on a training topic, but it's a it's a good Cajun Joe story. He was saying they were they were working on this lady's house. Um they were changing a mobile home system. And where it had been before, you know, there had never been a louver door or there had been anything else up there. And this one was behind was behind a washing machine, behind a sheet of plywood with a grill cut in it. The unit was behind
0: yeah. the washing machine.
1: Behind the washing machine. Were there pigs in there? No, no pigs. No pigs this oh, time. Okay. But you know, he's like, man, you know, we're going to take this out of here. You know, we're going to put you in, you know, a nice louvered door in here. And uh, she was saying. She's like, she's like, you're not going to believe it the way it is. She's like, oh no, ma'am. He said, if one of my guys did this, I'd tell him I'd put my foot so far up their butt that it'd take surgery to get him out of it or get it out of him. And she said, you'd say that? He said, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'd be the clean version of that. Oh
1: man. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. I get when I get Chris on the phone, he's something else. I mean, this guy. He literally sounds like a banjo talking, (laughs) but he is sharp. Like, he's really sharp. He is. Um, When he's in class, he is not scared at all to be like, what would happen if you shorted that out? And I'm like, "Uh, that was a good impression. (laughs) Yeah, like, why would you ask that right now, Chris? I don't even know the answer to that
1: he's like, but he's like i'm just cool. saying
0: i did it yesterday i'm just saying like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just <laughs> that's chris um but then he'll go off on you know um, all out their misters and this and that and um i mean he's pretty he's pretty good i think he's he enjoys it he doesn't ever he's never in a bad mood no um, he's definitely never in a bad mood I think your dad's got a pretty decent one there. I do too. All right, so yeah, let's uh we could go on forever on this one, but we'll we'll save some for Zach. You got anything else?
1: No. Let's wait for uh, let's wait for the
0: fireworks with our buddy and see what else comes of this. Jeez, maybe we could. maybe I'll I'm gonna see if I can't scare him tomorrow really bad and record it. <laughs> and, we'll start out talking about that next part two
1: part duh
0: (laughs) part duh (laughs) all right everybody thanks for listening um hopefully you got a little something out of that maybe 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 not um like i said we're gonna have a part two on this see if we can pull a guy fresh out of the field and see what he thinks about training but uh Thanks for listening to HVAC R&D. I'm Dennis. I'm riding. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.